In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 8 through 13, where I'll ask the question, is the Lord slow in returning? Second Peter 3, verses 8 through 13 says, But do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with the roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness? waiting for and hastening the coming day of God, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn. But according to his wise promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Sometimes we get impatient. We get impatient because we've been waiting for the return of the Lord for nearly 2,000 years, and he hasn't returned yet. We're waiting to see Christ I am eagerly anticipating the time when I hear the trumpet call and I see him in the air and I'm able to experience the glory of his presence. I'm eagerly anticipating this event, but it hasn't happened yet. And as I wait for this great event to happen, I sometimes get impatient and I wonder why isn't the Lord returning? Why is he taking so long? And this has been the frustration and expectation of the people of God since Christ ascended so long ago. Well, we understand that the Lord isn't necessarily slow in his returning, but he means to return precisely at the time that is perfect, that the Father has given him to return. And that is what both he and we are waiting for. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 8 through 13, answering the question, is the Lord slow in returning? Thought number one, patience. We need to have patience as we wait for the returning of the Lord because the Lord himself is patient. He's not patient, patiently waiting for return time. No, the Lord is patient with us. He is patient with his people. He is patiently waiting for that time when all of those whom the Father has given him are his. And it's in that moment that he will return. The Lord is exercising patience in waiting for that time when all of those whom the Father has ordained to be in Christ's hands have come into the world and have begun existence. So the Lord is patient. The Lord will not return until all of those whom the, the Father has given to him have been regenerated by the power of the Spirit. Thought number two, judgment. When we talk about the returning of the Lord, a lot of times we are thinking about it strictly from the Christian perspective of, isn't it wonderful that the Lord has returned and is demonstrating the great power inherent in his position? Well, we're excited about that, but we also often forget that that day of the Lord is also a day of judgment. It's a day of judgment for all of those who are not in Christ. It's a day of judgment that is going to be absolutely terrible to behold because 
this creation will be burned up. This creation will be destroyed. And we will be eagerly waiting for the, the new creation to come into being. But we have to remember that the Lord's return is a return of judgment. The Lord's return is when he comes back to judge the living and the dead. And as he does so, we will experience the glory of God in a way that we probably haven't considered too much here in the West. We'll be experiencing the glory of God as the holiness of God is on clear display. Thought number three, holiness. As we are waiting the coming of the Lord, as we are exercising a little bit of patience ourselves until just the right moment when Christ shall return, we are to conduct ourselves in godliness and holiness. That means that the way that we are to behave as we are on this planet waiting for Christ's triumphant return, we behave in a manner that is pleasing to God. We reflect God's own character in our actions. We lead lives of holiness and godliness in eager anticipation of the new creation where holiness is going to be the norm, where holiness is going to be there and experienced by all of those who are being ushered into this grand and glorious kingdom. You see, in the Lord's return, this judgment takes place, but then our experience of life is going to be that of holiness and only holiness. We'll be experiencing the goodness, the glory, the wonder of our Creator in ways that we can't even fathom now. And this is something that we're looking forward to. The Lord is not slow in returning, but He's patient. He's patient with us so that all of his children will be ushered into this kingdom and that ultimate judgment will be had and justice will be clearly defined for all people. And then we will experience the holiness of God in a way that we have yet to see or even imagine. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of 2 Peter chapters 1-3. through 3. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.